Hey guys, welcome to episode 12. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, Kayla has some very exciting news that we're just going to start off with. Yeah, so um, I am going independent and I'm so excited. So what that means is I am no longer working under a boss or an employee or anything like that. Um, I'm my own boss and can make my own money and set your own schedule, set my own schedule, set my own prices, basically have full control over my business. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I'm moving to Albany business wise. I'm, I'm really sad because she's not going to be a honey bucket anymore. I'm not. <laughs> Kayla and I have literally worked together my whole entire hair career. So I'm a Isn't little, weird? it's kind of bittersweet. It's, uh, it is kind of weird, yeah. but I mean, I'm super excited for you. I'm excited. When she told me the first time, I was like, I just need a minute (laughs) to be sad about this. She's like, I need to mourn you leaving, (laughs) and then I'll be happy. I was like, just just let me process this and be sad for a minute. It's like the end of an era, but it's okay, and then I'm all for it. (laughs) I just had to take a moment. Just a moment. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited. I've been, I went to Ikea, spent a little too much money. A lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> but it was worth it because uh, I get to decorate so my own cute. little room. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be green and like greenery mm-hmm. and golds and yeah. I'm super excited. And you'll still come to like Honeycomb and like hang out with Yeah. The I'm going to come to every event that I'm um, allowed to come to. Yes. So Lake Day forewarning. You might see me paddle up in my, my, uh, Kayak, kayak slowly paddle by be like can i come join because <laughs> you'll, you'll always be a part of the group you know it's not just because you're leaving and going to like going on your own and going to a different space doesn't mean you're not gonna like still be a yeah. part of part of the gang yeah especially since you were like an og og an og honey bucket yeah yeah uh what That's about funny. you oh i know what like the new exciting thing the for new me? exciting thing for you mm. something sparkly <laughs> Um, what Kayla is referencing to is that Ryan and I have been looking at rings lately. Yippee. I mean, honestly, we've like low key been looking at rings for the last two years, or at least I have. Really, I've been looking for four years yeah. at rings. <laughs> Let's be real. Because um, we've been together, it'll be seven years this October. So, pretty long time. And we're talking pretty seriously about like when we get married, it's, which is hopefully in a couple years. And we got to get a ring first. And oh my God, I didn't realize how stressful it is picking this is out a why ring. You don't pick it out. I, I know, <laughs> like but it's too much pressure. It is. Well, there's so perfect. many options. Exactly. But Ryan was like, I mean, if I, if I, if you didn't pick it out, like I wouldn't know what you would like, and I yeah. don't want to get you a ring that you're not gonna like. And so, it's good. But it, there's so many options. We went to Fred Meyer Jewelers a couple weeks ago, and I got, honestly got so overwhelmed. I almost had like, I felt <laughs> like I was like about to have a panic attack. I was like, there's so because I had gone in knowing I liked a certain style, and then I tried on all these other rings because they like, look Shit. so different when they're on your hand yeah. versus like when they're online. And I got overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, but I also like this. Holy crap, what ring do I want to have for the rest of my life? Like, this is a big decision. Too much pressure. (laughs) It was a lot of pressure. Oh man. So we're currently in the process of trying to find the one that I I mean, I do understand that because when I was engaged the first time, Mm -hmm. I hated my first (laughs) ring. It was terrible. Terrible. See, and I want to love my ring. Yeah, it was really bad. And the diamonds kept falling out. Like, oh. we were together for, like, almost a year engaged. And um, I'm pretty sure that whole time I had, like, five little diamonds fall out. Oh. So I finally convinced him to for us to go pick out a different ring. And that ring was great. That was, <laughs> that was a good a ring. better ring. That was a yeah. good one. 
So yes. I do understand the like you don't want to not like it exactly. because like, I don't want to get a ring. Look and, at it for right? the rest of your life. I don't want to get a ring and they some see someone else's and be like, oh, but I like yours better. You know, like I want to yeah. really love mine. Yeah. And so I I feel like you'll always have that though. Yeah. Like they'll Kinda always goes be away. yeah they'll always be somebody's ring. You're like holy shit, that is a beautiful ring. It's huge and I wish I had it on my finger. <laughs> But for me, there's something to be like, but hamster, whoever your husband or your wife or whatever, picked out that ring for me. True. You know? That's true. So there's like a sentimental thing to it. Yeah. I will say there is this company that I've been following on Instagram for a while that I am obsessed, like absolutely obsessed with every single ring that they make and they make custom designs. So pretty. They're called um, Olive Avenue Jewelry. Oh my god. And they're so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And you can like you can find a setting that you like and pick if you want a diamond or a moissanite or a morganite. They have all these options and they are so affordable because they don't have a lot of overhead costs because they just make. So affordable. Yeah because they just make them all right there and they can make an even cut more custom ring for you if they have one on their site that like you want to tweak a little yeah. bit they're so so affordable and they have like a care plan and everything they're amazing i've been trying to think of a push present that hans doesn't believe in <laughs> <laughs> he's like a push present i put that thing in you that's your present <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i tried to get a new jeep but he was um, not for that. So maybe a cute little ring for right? my other hand, you know? Yeah. They're so pretty. They're so I cheap. really wanted a Morganite stone, but Ryan was like, well, hi, it's one, it's not sparkly enough. And two, I don't want to spend that much money on a ring uh, yeah. when, cause they tarnish over time. Yeah. And so he was like, I'll get you a Morganite for your, an anniversary there gift. You go. And I was like, okay, that works, <laughs> that works too. More bling. <laughs> exactly. But I think there is a ring that I found on Olive Avenue that Ooh, both Ryan and it. I really, really love. And so I, I kind of hope it's that one. Yeah. They're so pretty. They're so pretty. But yeah, it's definitely overwhelming. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of like, just, I don't know, just give me a ring now. Like, just yeah. give me a ring and put it on my hand and we'll call it good. Like, call it just good. start planning. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we have an really awesome episode this week um we're interviewing one of our longtime friends hair by Lindsay hart she's amazing so so keep listening it's a good one hey guys i'm kayla and i'm mallory and you're listening to what's the buzz podcast here we believe that your vibe attracts your tribe and that your hive is your home wherever it may be on this podcast, we dive into the pieces that make up our hive and our tribe. Topics such as life as a stylist, business tactics, and how to handle the shitstorm life throws at you. Come join us on this wild journey that we're still trying to figure out. We hope you laugh along with us. Or, or at us. us. Here we go. All right, let's do the damn thing. <laughs> All right, so like we said in our intro, we have hair by Lindsay Hart here. Um Kayla and I have both worked with Lindsay before at a previous salon, um, and you knew her in beauty school, right? Yeah, we became, like, pretty close in beauty school, and then she got a job, and I was like, hey, um, are they hiring? I need a place to work, (laughs) and she's like, yeah, you should come work here. Like, you should really come work here, so then we became besties, so. Oh, I love it. We're so excited to have Lindsay on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here. Yay! So we're just going to kind of dive in deep, no holds back this episode. Yeah. So to start it off, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? So um, I have 
first of all, I have two kids. Mm-hmm. I um, have a daughter. She is two and my son is seven. And um, I've been in the industry for seven years. Mm-hmm. I um, have worked at a salon in Corvallis and then I have recently become an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just kind of like rediscovering myself in the last year. And that's the big question. Who is Lindsay? And um, yeah. I've been loving the journey to see who Lindsay is because I've seen you in the beginning, in the middle, <laughs> in this new journey. So it's been really fun to see, like, just like watch, yeah, the like who transformation. Oh, it's been a journey for sure, <laughs> um, but I'm loving it honestly. Like from um, just from where I began, like mm-hmm. looking at myself seven years ago. I had my son when I was 19 years old, so we met at a young age. And, um, I was married and, um, to his father, to my son and my daughter's father. And, um, that relationship recently came to an end. So, um, I'm opening a new chapter and it's been really fun being able to like discover what that's about Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. Just a whole new season. Yeah. It's a whole new season. It's really fun. Awesome. Um, did you always know that you wanted to be a stylist since you started beauty school when you were 18, 19? I was eight. Yeah. 18. Yeah. yeah. So did you always know you wanted to be a stylist? So I feel like clients ask us this question all the time. So like it's such a like funny question to ask. Um, but the answer is kind of, so I, always knew that I wanted to do something within the industry Mm -hmm. like I thought well maybe I'll be like a makeup artist or maybe I'll do hair or I was not a person who played with Barbie dolls and like that was not my dream like that was not my thing um but I kind of always felt in my heart that this is where I would end up I did have a short stint at LBCC I don't even think I finished the term Um, but I wanted to go for psychology. Um, and I remember I literally stood up in the middle of class and I was like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) And which is very true to my personality. Like if I don't want to do something, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Um, so I walked out and I, um, called my mom and I was like, I'm going to go sign up for beauty school. (laughs) And she was like, okay. And I went and signed up. I started at Fagan's and I started, I think, uh, three months later. So that's when they had like their next open class coming. So yeah, I mean, kind of, but I had to like discover, like I had to go through other avenues first to be like, yes, this is actually what I want to do. And then once I was there, I was like, sweet okay yeah, i'm I good to go yeah, yeah let's rock I, I feel like it was like <laughs> let's for do all it i know too. yeah like we all had a little bit of like maybe we'll go to yeah. school yeah. <laughs> well, i feel like there's such a stigma um, like yeah. with going to beauty school oh, like yeah. absolutely there's absolutely a stigma like people are always like oh like what do you do on the side school. like what's yeah. your actual job and i'm like this is my job right? this is what i do and like I always get since working in Corvallis oh I always get that yeah so are you are you in school too are you taking always always it literally kind of actually really bugs me like when people ask me that like even when the Dutch Brothers guys like oh you're going to class today and I'm like no No, I'm actually 28 years old and I'm in my career like I'm going to work (laughs) I actually stopped telling people that I was a 
hairdresser or a hairstylist and mm-hmm. I started telling people I'm a hair artist yeah. or I'm a hair painter or I like say oh, something like, like that because it projects a more professional mm-hmm. vibe yeah. than because I'm not just a hairstylist yeah right I am I like a, the hair painter yeah, yeah like I, I tell yeah no yeah totally like and the look on people's face they're like oh like, <laughs> like okay like okay like, okay it. girl all right and <laughs> like I'm it like, almost puts you up on that like higher level yes absolutely like business level. yes absolutely so that's yeah. really funny because in the lash world there's a difference between a lash tech and a lash artist mm-hmm. the lash techs are the kind of the cheap ones mm-hmm. who yeah you know don't do really well mm-hmm. or just don't really care about their profession mm-hmm. and that's just something that like that's so true. Like, you don't call yourself a tech. No. Like, no. you're an artist. Mm-hmm. You're making art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 That's how That's why I just start telling people I'm an artist. Love it. And then yeah. And you be like, ooh, what kind of art? Be like, oh, hair art. Hair yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> when I... Um, when I went independent, I changed, like, my Instagram bio. And on there, it says that I'm an Albany, Oregon hair artist. Mm-hmm. Because... I just, I want that projected. Yep. Like, yeah. that's... I love I'm, that. Yeah. I also love that below that it says making the world a blonder place yes. since 2011. <laughs> I saw yes. that today because I was looking at your profile today. I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. And see, with that, it, like, tells people, like... It you tells people blondes. two things. It tells people how long I've been in the industry mm-hmm. and, and what like you do, what I like to do. So I was like, yes, I love that. I need to revamp my Insta bio because it's been a long time since. I'm yeah, <laughs> I've been into the Insta. Lately, yeah, I love that. Hair artist, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you've been in the industry for about seven years now. Mm -hmm. Um, what would you say is your favorite part about being a hair artist? I think that it's a very emotional thing for me. Mm -hmm. I'm in it for the people. Yes, I um. I'm in it for the art and the creativity, but I'm in it for the people. Mm -hmm. I am someone who needs good vibes to feed off of in order to thrive in life and the amount of things that I have learned and been able to grow on as a person that I have learned from other people is like astounding to me I would not be the person that I am today from a to z if I was not a hair artist Mm -hmm. I I just love people. I love to hear people's stories. I love to meet people. I love to know what people's passions are, what their fears are. Like, I love that part of the industry. So I think that's my favorite part is the people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense too if you were originally going to school for psychology. Yeah. 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 It's like totally my thing. I like sometimes have to stop myself. I call it doctor filling. (laughs) Like I have to stop. Like I do it to my boyfriend and he'll be like, can you stop? (laughs) You're like, but no time more. And I'm like, wait, but how do you feel about that? And they're like, oh. (laughs) I love that though because it's so true. It really is. It's about the people. Like I was even just uh, thinking about that today because I had... 
I went into the hive today to give a client a haircut because she just finished cancer treatments and she oh, yeah. can't make it up the stairs mm-hmm. to the salon and honeycomb. Oh, I love that. And so I love I, that you did that for her. Yeah. yeah. I, so I went to the hive because it's ground floor, and so she could just like wheel. She was in a wheelchair, um, and I, I had a chair ready for her because I didn't realize she was in a wheelchair. Um, and so we just gave her cut her hair there, and like it only took me maybe like twenty minutes yeah. to do it. But we just like we sat and talked for forty minutes yeah. after, and we were there for like just an hour, and like mm-hmm. and like just like knowing like she was mm-hmm. so appreciative of that and, mm-hmm. and she's one of my like absolute favorite clients so mm-hmm. when the, um our manager asked if I would do that I was like oh uh, absolutely mm-hmm. it's like that it's that it's those moments mm-hmm. it's not it's not about the hair yeah. it's about the people mm-hmm. and the relationships that you build with it I so agree I recently um I don't think she would mind me saying this because she's talked about it on her personal page but um I recently had to shave one of my friend's Mm. heads she's going through chemo right now Mm -hmm. she was losing her hair pretty fast and um so I had her into the salon we were all alone and I locked the door so we wouldn't be interrupted Mm -hmm. and it's it's about like this is such a big moment in somebody's life yeah and it's like it's a sacred like what I called it today was like a sacred space yeah yeah like like I'm so honored it kind of makes me like a little emotional sometimes but I'm so honored to like be that person for Mm -hmm. people because I have that I've had a person like that in my life like a person where it's like I can go to this person with anything or confide in them yes like a safe space Mm -hmm. and when you find a safe space like that person's so special to you so I love being able to be that person for mm-hmm. somebody. Well, I mean, imagine like what other jobs do you get to be that person for people, you know? Yeah. Like Hardly our jobs any. are so intimate. Like mm-hmm. how many people like do you actually let touch you? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how many people do you like my nail friends they always say it, the my favorite part of my job is that I get to hold my client's hand. Like oh, I, I get to and I love that. Like mm-hmm. that how many times have you like held the hand of a person who's going through a divorce or just lost their husband or their sister or mm-hmm. like they just got engaged or something like yeah and like just sharing those moments yes yeah. and we get to go through highs and lows with people mm-hmm. and just like creating that sacred like safe space for someone is so mm-hmm special to me yeah. and I feel like people don't get it and that's why I get so annoyed that there is such mm-hmm. a stigma with being like a cosmetologist a hairstylist yes. a nail tech like yes. whatever that like people think it's like oh the easy way out like mm-hmm. there's like it's not a real job you mm-hmm. don't really do anything mm-hmm. hard but they don't see the other side of it mm-hmm. like that like yes like yeah we cut hair we paint hair we are creative mm-hmm. but there's so so much more than oh, that it's so like much. it really is about like the intimacy the mm-hmm. relationships that you build mm-hmm. and like I said what other job lets you mm-hmm. be able to have people confide in you so much mm-hmm. like we like we know more about some of our clients lives than like their best friend probably knows yes. than their mother yeah. knows because that's they... why our hair's so big yes. it's full of secrets <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I just like yeah hair paint like it's that's just the surface yeah and what makes us who we are is the fact that we get to dive so deep mm-hmm. into people's lives mm-hmm. so makes like those super strong connections yeah 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 I love that all of that oh, right so there. Tired. All I of that. Love that. 
You guys are so great. <laughs> Caitlin's just over here like, oh, like in love bliss. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> well, just... I've been like looking forward to this like all week. Aww. And like I told you guys earlier, I was trying to explain to Trevor, my boyfriend, who um, he was like, what's a pod? Like, what is this? What and is a podcast? Like, I, don't, like, I don't know how to explain to you. But we're going to talk about some seriously cool shit yep, today. We're going to get deep. <laughs> yes. Everyone's going to need to listen to this episode on repeat yes yeah i love it i love it too oh man okay so we got a little deep there so we're gonna yeah really back a little bit yeah um (laughs) (laughs) we'll get back into some deep stuff a little later on um so you're working independently now yes in albany yes um what what made you want to make that switch because you were working in a commission salon prior yes um so what like what made you decide to make the change You know, I just felt like I was at that point in my career. Um, I believe that as a professional, you are always a student. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I felt like I knew everything that I needed to know. It's just that I had collected and um, got, had, I sucked everything out that I could from the situation that I was in. And I felt like I just needed to spread my wings to um, further my career. And so that's really how I feel. Yeah, that's really like what kind of drove me to um, go independent. I feel as an independent artist, you are more free to um, explore different product. You're Mm -hmm. more free to explore different education. Mm -hmm. Not that my um, last situation was not allowing of that. But for me as a person, like I could just personally like spread spread my wings and yeah. So I just pictured you as like this, like, you know, those like uh, Halloween, like big, beautiful <laughs> winged, like a peacock? An angel or something. Oh, an angel. And I just, like a Victoria's like, Secret yeah, angel. Like, with I wings. just pictured you going like spreading those out and like, oh, I, can, I don't know why. I, I kind of, when I like walked into my new salon, I kind of took a like breath of fresh air. Um, it was, was so relieving. refreshing yeah. yeah honestly it really was like um nobody grows when they're stagnant nobody yeah. grows in the same spot um so yeah it was really awesome and I love the people I work with I um have surrounded myself with a lot of like-minded people mm-hmm. and that has really um helped this journey too yeah. so I'm also, fun fact, uh, the salon I'm going to is where Lindsay works. So yes. I'm really excited to work And we worked to together Lindsay. at our first salon. Like s- five years. Yeah. So we went to beauty school together, worked together at our first yeah. salon mm-hmm. together, and then Took the three of us, yeah, we worked at the same yeah. salon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. all, was that all of our first salon we worked yeah. at? Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was such a fun experience, yeah, and so um, we really did like we had such a good group yeah. of people going on. Um, and then when we all kind of moved our separate ways, Kayla went to Honeycomb, and then I stayed um, where you're at, where I was at, and then decided to go yeah. to. I work at Blush Salon in Albany, so yeah, yeah. and that's where Kayla's going. I'm yep, a little jealous. Too. You guys are going to work together. <laughs> I'm so. But you excited. get to come and like oh, yeah. hang out with us. Well, and, and I told Kayla too. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I live in Albany. Like, we can have yeah. lunch dates. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, we work right I next feel to like the hall. So we like, should just like happy hour block out. Yeah, or yeah. Oh, I'm totally. so down. I'm more so down. Well. That's part of my like year in like growing is like having more friend things yeah. to do. So. Yeah. 
exciting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so how was the transition from going from the other salon to Blush and going from yeah. uh, commission to independent? You know, I had been thinking about going independent for a pretty long time. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of had time in my mind to for lack of better words, like mourn the loss of my first salon. Mm -hmm. And so emotionally, when I walked out the doors on my last day, I felt good. I, um, very bittersweet because I built a family with those people for a long time and, um, loved it. I had such a good experience. I was Mm -hmm. able to take so much away from that. Um, so when I went independent, it was a pretty easy transfer, um, a pretty easy yeah transition transition for me so um it was it was easy I think the hardest thing was just like remembering to like check my schedule and make sure I had enough bleach for people and yeah. you know like that kind of stuff so um emotionally it was pretty pretty good yeah it yeah. was pretty good yeah and I live in Lebanon so the drive from Lebanon to Albany is a easier is easier than yeah having to go Corvallis 34 yeah. so is it about the same amount of time since you have to go like downtown um or do you still it depends off? on how many people are downtown because <laughs> if I can find a parking spot I could easily drive around for 20 minutes sometimes like if I get there at like 12 o'clock on a Friday like I am definitely driving around <laughs> for like 15 20 minutes yeah. um because I refuse to park in like the back parking lot because sometimes I leave at night and it scares me to yeah, like walk yeah. all the way over there. Um, but it's for the most part, yeah, it's it is easier. That's good. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Um, what would you say are some pros and cons to uh, like working independently now versus a commission Ooh. salon? Cons: you have to pay your own taxes. Yeah. Like that's oh, yeah. Ca- that's just kind of like a crappy thing in life. Um, so you get to see the money and then you get to kiss the money goodbye as well. Um, I just wrote my first check for my independent taxes That's and exciting. I was so excited cause I, um, have goals that require me to have tax information as a self-employed person. So that was exciting. Um, pros, uh, if I see like a product that I want to try, I can like, just get it. I can just get it. Yeah. And, um, I get to just like call the shots like I get to um if I don't want to do perms I don't have to do and I don't do perms yeah Um, (laughs) not not many people do anymore (laughs) yeah no I mean and so that's that's really like the biggest pro is that I get to call the own my own shots you know I'm a mom so um I get to make my own schedule and um I have a new relationship so you know, I get to carve out time for him mm-hmm. as well. And, um, yeah. So do you find that you're doing more hair, uh, projects that you want to do yeah. now? Yeah. So I, um, can take on bigger projects because I can decide if that's all I want to work on that day. Like I can yeah, carve yeah. out my whole day and yeah. not that I couldn't at my previous situation, but I was commission based. Uh-huh. So it was a little different yeah. in that mm-hmm. aspect um, because money is a big thing. Like in this, yeah. it yeah. just is like, yeah, totally. it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about, but it just is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So I have more control over um, like the projects that I take yeah. on and um, how you want to spend. Yeah. Your time. How I want to spend my time. And so, yeah, I do. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You could do more like, um, what is it called? 
Balayage? No. Vivids? No, like styled, but not styled shoots. Oh, like, um, um, oh yeah. Portfolio work. Yeah, portfolio, yeah. So that's been fun because, um, so I will sometimes post on my Instagram, like, I need a model for this. And uh-huh. it's usually because I got, like, a fire under my booty and I'm like, I, I need to try this immediately. Yeah. So it's, um, that's been fun, like, yeah. getting people in and, like, getting to experiment. And um, so, yeah. And I just learned how to do hand-tied extensions which um if you're not familiar with hand-tied extensions you can look up nbr extensions and it'll kind of give you like a little um, info on that but yeah it's so fun i um am using beauty couture hair Mm -hmm. um and the beauty couture like way of doing it and it's so fun i'm so jealous i want to learn how to do oh you should it's so fun like and getting to see the transformation is just like if i could do one thing in hair it would probably be like extensions extensions. yeah well it's just like getting the hand motion Mm -hmm. down of it it's like once you learn you're just like addicted to yeah. it so oh, it just i'm so excited fun. to see your before and afters yes i have uh three people coming in at the end of the month so that's exciting i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so fun okay so when someone is searching for a salon is there anything like specific you would tell someone um to look for or what not to look for oh that's a good question um so i Personally, when you walk into a salon, if you get a good or bad vibe, mm-hmm. you should definitely read on that. Like, mm-hmm. you should definitely, if you walk in and you don't get a good vibe, it's not going to be a good experience. Um, just because I feel like the first, like, 10 seconds or so of somebody's experience is going to make or break it. So that's true for yeah a salon as well. Mm-hmm. Um if you go in and it's like a super good vibe, that's a good indicator. I feel like writing down what you want and what you don't want in a salon is also good because if you see it on paper, it's um, it's not as easy to right. make excuses for right. things. Yeah. Um, I always think that you should like get to know the color line that you're going to be using. If it's like a commission based uh-huh. and you're not going to be using whatever your own stuff yeah yeah um because you want to like be comfortable with your color line totally i always think spending a day at the salon before you get hired is always a good thing to do like just get to know the girls and yeah yeah so you guys have such a good vibe at your salon i um just like love when you walk into honeycomb and Mm -hmm. you just instantly Mm -hmm. feel good yeah you instantly feel good yeah i mean that's our goal yeah and you know when i thought that i i began i began to think that i needed a change in my salon because Uh i walked into the hive and yeah she made me come get a foot soak and when i left i called her and i was like oh my gosh like this is what i'm missing so yeah so that was a really good experience Yeah. yeah So I think that if you can have a good experience, like having a good get experience, a as, yeah, like yeah. get a service done, like see how, because, um, especially if it's your first salon, because that'll set yeah. the tone for your, for, for your career. Yeah, totally. yeah. So I also think it's super important. Like if you're trying to get into a commission based salon, um, and you want to work there, uh-huh. go in there and hang out like multiple times like don't just go in there once because the more they see your face the more they Mm -hmm. get to know you the more comfortable they're gonna be Mm -hmm. the more comfortable you're gonna be the better chances you are gonna 
going to get hired. Yeah. yeah. You know? And the better chance you're going to get to feel the true yeah. vibe of it. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. sometimes if you just go in once, it's just like, oh, like, hey, mm-hmm. hi, like, how's it going? Yeah. But the more you go, the more comfortable you yeah. get. You yeah. start to open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Other people start to open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you get a true sense of how the place actually runs and how it actually feels. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Anika and we our interview process like you don't get like a full actual interview after like visiting the salon a few times Mm -hmm. like we want you to come hang out with us see how you like it see how we like you Mm -hmm. just feed off the vibe and it's going to be able you're really going to be able to tell if you like it or not like pretty quickly that way yeah Yeah. well and I think it's kind of like a relationship like in the beginning of your relationship you do things that you wouldn't normally do you're like on your best behavior. yeah you're like on your best behavior so if you go in there for like a couple times you can get a really good vibe of the salon yeah Yeah. but I think that's so important like finding a salon that you vibe with because you could go to a salon that's awful and you're like I don't want to do hair or I it like can totally just like kill your dreams yes yes absolutely so like almost like suck the life out of you yes yes yeah it's important to be I mean you know like attracts like so you want to be surrounded by the atmosphere and the people that you want to be around like your Mm -hmm. find your dream place and go work at it like yeah the dream people the dream and atmosphere your dream place can change oh totally you know what I mean like I feel like I mean just like your taste buds change your yeah. <laughs> your yeah uh well, what's the word I'm looking for your uh values yeah. can change mm-hmm. yeah so. I feel like uh I mean we talk about that a lot like there's not one place is right for everybody so if yep. it's like Mallory's dream to work at BBC and it's my dream to work at BBC what I thought was my dream and it's not when I get there you know like yeah. I feel like don't just because it's your best friend's dream, don't, like, try to make it yours. Yeah, no, you want it to, like, be... Feel good for you. Yeah. 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 You want to have the... And you'll know it, too, like, if it feels good for you or not. And, you know, seasons change, things change, life changes. And yeah. so what might feel true for yeah. 10 years might not a couple years after that. And then yeah. you just find the next thing. And mm-hmm. I also have no idea where BBC came from. <laughs> I mean, Don't it was know. a good reference. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. We're, we're switching Delusional. careers to work in the TV industry now. <laughs> oh, because it's a TV, like, station, isn't it? Yeah. I just came up with letters. <laughs> <laughs> Those are interesting letters. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So um, I, I guess I kind of on kid. the, kind of, I guess kind of on the same uh, topic with atmosphere, yeah. how what would you say on handling like unprofessional atmosphere or like an unprofessional situations? Cause I mean, yeah. I mean, we've all been in the industry for a really long time, mm-hmm. worked at um, different places. Yeah. Uh, you know, some times you're just not going to have the best situations yeah. that are just out of your hands. Absolutely. Um, whether it's clients or people or just whatever, mm-hmm. um, how, how would you like say to handle that? Stay professional. Like, mm-hmm. Just because your atmosphere is blue doesn't mean that you have to be blue too. Like, be pink. Like, be, and when I say that, like, you can be different than Mm -hmm. your atmosphere. Like, you choose who you are and um, you choose how you respond to situations. You choose how you react. Um, Just because someone is acting in an unprofessional manner does not mean that you have to because yeah. mm-hmm. your actions and the way that you handle your clientele is going to fall back on you throughout your entire career someone will forget a place they will forget the way it smelled they will forget 
the front desk staff they will forget the mean Mm -hmm. comments they will forget any of that but they will never forget the way that their service provider made them feel yes yeah and so if you stay professional in yourself um you will always come out on top Mm -hmm. and that's just as simple as it can be i mean I don't have anything else to say about it besides that because that's just it. Like, just stay professional, Um, which is very hard to do. Like, it's, I mean, we, I think we've all done it. Mm -hmm. Got caught in the back room, like, kind of thing. Or there's something going on. Someone wants to gossip. Someone wants to, um, you know, say mean things Mm -hmm. about someone. But if you just say, you know, that's not for me or I don't want to enter that conversation with you, Mm -hmm. um, stay professional. Just... Yeah. yeah always always stay professional I think that in this industry we get a bad rap for being um a caddy industry yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or we are a female dominated industry mm-hmm. um which actually I've noticed is rapidly changing I yeah. notice more yeah. male, which is awesome yeah. like I love that we need a little testosterone in this mm-hmm. in this biz um but we get a bad rap and so me as a stylist I want to change people's view on that yeah and that starts with people in our community mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like a ripple effect like once you it start is. it somewhere yeah. it's gonna like yeah. branch out into yeah. other areas well and it's happened to me where like maybe I do something that's maybe not so professional uh-huh. and someone comes at me and meets me with professionalism I'm like oh okay yeah. like you're like I, I gotta get back yeah, in my lane yeah like- and I'm not afraid to admit that like I have definitely had um, situations in my professional career, especially early on that maybe I met with unprofessionalism Mm -hmm. and then someone met me with professionalism. I was like, okay. It kind of, it puts it into perspective. It does. Yeah, for sure. So I think just stay professional. That's like top of the line. Stay professional. I love that. That should be like on a shirt. Yeah. Stay professional. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to remember when you're dealing with like a hard situation, but Yeah. yeah. So also along the lines with handling like not necessarily unprofessional situations, but just handling sticky situations uh, more so with clients. Is it Mm -hmm. hard now that you are independent and you are on your own and it's just, it's one-on-one you with your client and you don't have a manager to be able to call back an unhappy client and handle that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's on you. So how, how has that been? um, I was so blessed to work next to, um, a woman who has been in the industry for I think like 18 years now her daughter is 18 so yeah I think about 18 years um her name's Heather she is a stylist here in uh or is over there in Corvallis Mm -hmm. and um you know she handled every situation with such professionalism and I was so blessed to be able to watch that Mm -hmm. and learn from that and um So I left my old salon with a really good handle on how to handle sticky situations. Yeah. Um, So I, and I like to handle situations on my own. If a client ever had something to come at me and say at my old salon, I always was the one to call them back. Yeah. Um, So it hasn't been necessarily hard to do that in my new situation Mm because I've always kind of done that. Um, but I have just learned over time, like how to meet people. And again, like just meet people with professionalism. Yeah. And, um, you know, they say that the guest is always right, but I don't necessarily think that that's always true. No. Um, but I also know how to 
go at it in a professional way. Like, yeah. I think there's way to a way to word things and a way to handle things and to diffuse a situation. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of all about diffusing a situation, yeah. like handling it, um, being and handling it in like a timely manner. Um, if someone texts me and they're like, Hey, my haircut's not right or something. I, I do not go back and say like, Oh, well it's the way you styled it or something like that. Like I say, perfect. Come on in. Like I would love to like, yeah, like let's get this fixed. And even if someone comes at you and they are upset, if you meet them with professionalism, if you are, um, sensitive to them, they will usually come around. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, recently my therapist just taught me whatever kind of negative feeling you're having turn it around and make it into a compassion like Mm -hmm. be compassionate about it so if someone is upset because their color didn't turn out the way that they thought I in my head say oh my gosh that would be so frustrating like to come in not know anything about hair Mm -hmm. I show my hairstylist this picture and she doesn't do it for me like that would be so frustrating and as a hair artist I think that we um I think that sometimes it's easy for us to lose a little bit of our bedside manner because we see it every day right um so just like keeping that and like being compassionate towards everyone's issues and problems has really helped me deal with those situations yeah and we went to a a class with luke huffstutter who Mm -hmm. he's part of the summit salon system um up at the summit salon academy a couple weeks back and one thing he talked about was um always like it was kind of more for he discussed more on um consultation but never like losing sight of your client's experience um as especially more so to the clients you've had since day one, like your clients you've Mm -hmm. had for five years and making sure to check back in with them. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, like we can get kind of complacent and can get Mm -hmm. just very comfortable Mm -hmm. and be like, Oh, we're doing the same thing. Cool. Yeah. And then you like, you have to consult for like two seconds and then go back and mix Mm -hmm. up color, but making sure that you're, you know, like what you said, like think treating it with compassion and almost thinking like this is their first time in, mm-hmm. like they don't know anything about mm-hmm. what it is that we do and what they're like, what it takes to give them what they want. So making sure like to be able to educate them and just checking back in with that client every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you don't get comfortable and you're always meeting like your clients yeah. needs yeah. in the way that they need them. Yeah. And I, think that it's very easy I'm such an open book like I share a lot of my Mm -hmm. life with my clients and that's just how I am Mm -hmm. but that makes it very easy for my clients to fall in like a friendship category like I build friendships with my clients that's that's part of who I am and that's part of the way I run my business and I love that part um but I do have to remind myself like this person is also coming to you for a professional service. Yes. So something that I started doing to kind of minimize um, like those kinds of things is when I have a new client or even a client who's been coming to me for years, like I, for a new client, I text them after their first appointment and I say, hey, I just want to know how you're enjoying your haircut. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Um you know, I'd love to answer any questions or anything like that. Um, cause sometimes they'll buy a product. They don't know how to use yeah. it. They don't know how to style it, something. 
And then with a client who's been coming to see me for quite a while, I'll text them every now and again. And how are you liking that? Like, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions or yeah, just kind um, of checking in? Yeah. Or and like some of my clients will start, like I'll follow them back on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, sometimes, uh, you can like tell that they've been like looking at like things that they might like Mm -hmm. or um or on Pinterest like you can see them like pinning new things and Mm -hmm. like hey I saw that you like that's kind of creepy but I see their stuff (laughs) and so I'm like um hey I saw you pin like that is that something that you want to try like how do you like that um so yeah I think just a really checking in with them Mm -hmm. is um yeah you're really important yeah 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 so Um, so this past year has been pretty crazy, um, for you. Um, and I want you to tell us a little bit about it. Um, because you said you got, went through a divorce Mm -hmm. and, um, like how, how did that and work handle like that whole situation, you moving salons and that, like that's a lot going on. Yeah. I feel like, uh, your story is some, a story that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just... Yeah. So, um, I will just kind of like lay it out there. So I married my children's father, um, about four years ago and, um, we fell apart and Mm -hmm. it was, um, without like going too much and too deep into that side. Um, we did get divorced about, uh, year and a half ago, year ago. And, um, it was hard and I just have to say it. God bless my coworkers that I worked with at the time because they kind of like rallied around me Mm -hmm. and, um, I shut everybody out. I, um, I shut everybody out around me because I didn't know how to handle it myself. Um, little did I know I was going to go through these massive mental struggles. Um, I started a new relationship. I, um, had to learn how to co-parent my children. I, um, had to learn how to do things on my own. I had not been an adult by myself as apart from my ex. Mm-hmm at all. I had, I had no sense of how to be an adult without him. Mm -hmm. And he was part of my identity and, um, it was really hard. And, um, I mean, just like I said, God bless my coworkers because they (laughs) were the ones that had to see me a mess every single day. And they just kind of loved me through it. And it was hard. It was hard to stay a professional mm-hmm. and go through such emotional turmoil. Yeah. Um, and not only, you know, I was mourning the loss of our relationship, but more so I was mourning the loss of my identity, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, kind yeah. of like I had prepared myself to leave the salon I was at. For a long time, I had prepared myself to leave this relationship so I don't want to say that I was sad or not mourning the loss of him. I was kind of mourning the loss of my identity. And that was a hard thing to accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that we all 
know who we are because of situations we've been put in. Yeah. And because I was put in, I was forced out of my comfort zone. And I ended up liking it there. Like, in after all my struggles and after all of my um, things that I had gone through, I ended up liking it there because I, I, I was able to see how much I was growing as a person. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, being a professional and going through such an emotional turmoil was very hard. And... I'm thankful for what I went through because in the end it did I did grow as a person and my clients were so good to me like they knew that I was going through a hard time and nobody shamed me for wearing a messy bun for two weeks in a row and like I was deep in depression like I was in such a terrible mental spot and I think people knew that Um, But the one thing that saved me is that I could come to work and I could do my job. Yeah. And I know, I knew how to do that. And I, you know, maybe I didn't know how to go home and be alone at night, but I knew that if I could get through the night, I could go to work the next morning and be around people who I had known. I could do my job and I could be a mom still. So those three things like really kept me going. Mm -hmm. Um you know, my friends were like reaching out to me like crazy. And I just kind of shut it down because I just didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for the people who have stuck by me. And Kayla was like such a (laughs) like huge person in my life. I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know how I would have got through some of the things without her like kind of being like, Mm -hmm. little engine who could, (laughs) come on, like you can do it. Like, come on, girl. Yes, yes. And so, um, yeah, being a professional and going through that was really hard. But in the end, again, like it just circles back around to compassion because now when I meet people going through those situations, I can meet them with compassion because I have been there. So, um, you know, and it made me a better like mom. It made me a better kind of put me in check. Like, I mean, we all have Mm -hmm. toxic traits about ourselves that we could change. And that related back to me professionally because there was things in my business that if I would have kept doing them the same way, it eventually would have created a rat's nest of some kind. Um, So I was really, you know, it was hairy there for a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) was not sure (laughs) mama was going to make it through that, (laughs) but we did it and we're good and we're here now. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, So through through that season yeah that you were going through mm-hmm. at what points because you because you mentioned you have a therapist yeah at what point through going through all of that did you realize like okay like maybe I need to seek some outside help when I came to my boyfriend every single night and was bawling for no reason yeah I would just start crying and he would be like what is wrong like what and I just I don't know like I'm overwhelmed like that's that's what it was like I had so many new things going on Mm -hmm. and I needed someone to help me navigate the changes in my life because I was unable to navigate them myself um I think we're all to a point pretty Mm self-aware but I needed someone from the outside able to look at me and say you're normal like you are like this is not abnormal for what you went through Mm -hmm. um so when I was like 
crying every night with no like just just to cry like just to let it out yeah um also when I started like spilling things onto people in my life like someone would ask me like how I was doing and I would just floodgate (laughs) all over someone and they would like look at me like like well holy cow girl this is like way more yeah this is more than I bargained for so um yeah and then I had like a really crazy experience one of my friends came to my apartment and I had not had anybody there at all and she came over and it was just so I just kind of like word vomited all over her and then the next morning I was like okay like I should probably seek someone who can help me navigate these feelings Mm -hmm. and it's been such a positive experience um every single time I meet with her I feel like I come away a better person Mm -hmm. um she's kind of taught me how like not everything needs a label um she's taught me how to like navigate changes without like mentally breaking down every single day and it's been amazing like she's totally changed my life I'm so thankful for her after every session I'm like I love you thank you like <laughs> like I needed this yes yes oh yeah that's a good question I feel like people want the help but it's not always like people always say like you should go talk to somebody but nobody really talks about how to go about finding somebody so i actually got on psychology today Mm -hmm. and um i was able to type in like my like where i wanted to go yeah and or like my address and they brought up all these people and i was able to read her um her like biography Mm -hmm. or like her profile and um i really liked the things that she had to say um i wanted a female just yeah you know personal preference um i liked that she was not um belief based she um or not religion based i should say that because she um actually works on like buddhist theory oh cool um and buddhist like ways that's her um that's her belief system Uh and i love that yeah um i love the buddhist readings i love um their way of thinking Mm -hmm. and so i that attracted me to her and um so yeah that's how i found her on psychology Mm -hmm. today super easy if anybody needs a therapist i highly recommend it because you can um kind of pick and choose who yeah and it just so happened that she had openings and um yeah so I see her once a week and I love it like I can't imagine not going to her Mm -hmm. can you tell us if you'd like about your first um session with her oh yeah okay yeah yeah how did that go (laughs) oh goodness so I'm like oh I have this (laughs) handled I'm I'm not gonna cry like I'm fine like last night I had a mental breakdown and I am good today like I've got this handled today's a new day I'm I'm just going because I don't want to like no show her you know like talking (laughs) up in my head because I like tend to like put on a hard shell like Uh I 
I think a lot of people. Tend yeah, to do that. like I'm good. Like I don't need you. So I sit down in the chair, and she had like a nice. And it's not like you go and lay on a bed, and like she was like take. You know, it's not yeah. like that, like in the movies. Um, but I, she did have like a nice little couch set up, and like a box of tissues, which I was like not gonna need those. <laughs> um, but I sat down, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I just start bawling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I am like, I'm just so happy to be here, like. <laughs> I just like pretty much and she didn't even ask me one question that <laughs> session. <laughs> I just word vomited all over her for 45 minutes. And when I left there, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like I I am definitely coming back next week. I needed you. Like I know you didn't say anything what to me. Yeah, what did she perfect. say to you when you were done? Um well, the first thing, she did actually say one thing to me. She looked at, when I first sat down, she looked at me and she said, well, and then that's when I started crying. And then when we were done, she goes, okay, that was a lot of information. I think we are gonna, definitely going to need a few more sessions. Like she was like super like, and she's like, so I'll see you next week. And I was like, okay, like <laughs> I'll be back. Um, but the cool thing about a therapist and this might be common knowledge to people, not common knowledge to me, but if they see you in a store or something, they're not allowed to acknowledge you. Oh, um, nice. Which I, I like that because I'm like spilling my guts out to yeah. this person and it's kind of comforting that she's not going to walk into my salon and ask me for a haircut, which if she did, I'd be like, yeah, girl, get in my chair. Like you've helped me so much, but that's not allowed. So that's um, crazy. I didn't know that. yeah, they're like, if they see you in a store, they actually have to like, they can't acknowledge you at all. Like you have to act like a stranger to them. So it's very confidential. So, and I- That's nice, that's took, comforting. Yeah, it is comforting. Like yeah. it's nice to know that I'm not gonna be at dinner with friends and she's gonna be like, hi. And, and I'm gonna be like, oh, that's my therapist. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not something to be ashamed about. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's nice to know that your, your, secret, secret, your secrets are safe. Yeah, so. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. So how long have you been seeing her now? So I've been seeing her, I think, three months now, mm -hmm. right? Three, Do you still yeah, go once a week? Yep, still yeah. go once a week. And I'm not ready to go less than <laughs> that. We did actually go through a period of time where she was sick for like three weeks in a row. And then I had to cancel on her once. So I went a month without seeing her. And that was really hard. Like, so really, I've been seeing her for about two months. Mm -hmm. um, and I, that was, but then when I did see her, I was like, I'm so happy to see you. I have so much to tell you. But in that time, like I did so much growing because she mm -hmm. helped me so much in that first month. So, um, yeah, love her love her love her what's been like the biggest thing that's helped you from seeing a therapist um I would like to say it's a realizing that I'm not alone but I kind of already I kind of knew like mm -hmm. I knew that I wasn't alone I knew that people had gone through divorces with children before um but I think her just helping me um work through things in a healthy way and mm -hmm. like her not justifying me at all but her like having compassion to me like that has helped me a lot like oh my gosh like that is a lot to go through like mm -hmm. making me realize that I'm actually not a basket case that I thought I was that's been the best thing ever mm -hmm. like and her like teaching me how to handle situations and how to deal with my emotions when they get brought up that's been like life-changing so I think like the coolest thing that I've taken from therapy 
is that I'm able to use them in my mom life. Like, I, and I told my son, I said, mommy is gonna go see somebody and we're gonna talk about all of my feelings because he, when he sees me cry, mm-hmm. he, he takes that on himself oh. and he feels very he feels a lot of compassion towards me when I'm crying like I love you mommy you're the best mommy oh. and so I know it's so sweet it's so sweet so um when he when I told him I said mommy's gonna go with, to go see someone and she's gonna help me be the very best mommy I can be and <laughs> when I'm crying like because sometimes I still get weepy yeah. And he'll come to me and he'll say, Mom, do you need to go see the lady who helps you be the very best mommy you can be? And I'm like, I love you. And I have been able to use the things that she has taught me. And I've been able to teach him those things. Like we've worked on like how to feel when we're feeling a difference in life or how to like deal with changes. And so that's been the biggest thing that I've taken away from It's not just helping you. It's also helping your son. Yeah. Your, your, yeah. Both your kids. Yeah. That's yeah. So exactly. sweet. Yeah. He's so sweet. I love him. Mm. Yeah. He's a good boy. I love that. Um, so talking with your kids and um, is it hard balancing um, being a mom and working and being recently divorced and all of that stuff? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Holy yes. Oh, my gosh. Um it is, but I feel like through therapy, I've been able to learn how to balance those things. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend has two daughters as well that mm-hmm. I am building a relationship with, and so, which I love, like, um, it's been awesome to be able to have that time with them, and I get to, like, take this time for me. Um, so making sure that I am going to my therapy appointments every week, like that's something that I do for me, Mm -hmm. which trickles into the rest of my life. Then I can give my all to my clients and I can give my all to my boyfriend and my children and his children and, um, really be present for them. So as long as I get my little slice of heaven on Monday mornings, I am good. (laughs) Setting Um, aside that time aside for you. Yes. So it is hard to juggle. Um, and dealing with like the new relationship that I have with my ex-husband like um, because a co-parenting relationship is a completely different relationship than you will ever have with anybody else in your life Um, you like shared something very special with this person Um, having a child is like Mm -hmm. a very special connection and then learning how to parent in separate homes with them that's very different so um yeah juggling it is hard but as long as I get my Monday mornings I (laughs) you can do anything I can do anything yes (laughs) she has me leaving there like a superhero I'm like yes I can do anything I love that's amazing so yeah I need to find a therapist I've been like talking about like needing to go wanting to go talk to someone literally since like December and I just haven't like bitten the bullet oh my gosh seriously do it I think that whether you are going through something in life about to go through something in life not going through anything at all in life you need to go see a therapist Mm -hmm. like you just got a dog go see a therapist (laughs) like you just got married definitely go see a therapist (laughs) like anything like good or bad like we tend to put labels on things in life and people have this expectation like if your life is good 
you you don't need help there's right. nothing that you need help with because mm-hmm. your life is good if your life is bad people come rushing to your aid and they want to help you mm-hmm. but i think navigating the plus and the minus you need help with that in life mm-hmm. yeah help with both yeah i mean if you win the lottery and someone hands you $400,000 like and you don't have help managing that so it's going to be gone yeah it's all going to be gone so you just I think a therapist is just so good. Yeah. It's so good. You need help managing your four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. You just do. You just need you help. just do. You just need some help. Yeah. And if you don't have a therapist, find yourself a good hair artist because they're about the same realm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't have a have a license to no. guide you through your divorce, but we can no. sure help you talk oh, yeah. about it. Oh yeah. Yes we can. <laughs> And if you want to talk shit, we can talk shit with you. If, yep. you want, if you want to cry, we can cry with you too. We can do it all. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so it's been, you are definitely in a new season of life right now. Yes. You've just gotten over a, a tricky season. Yeah. Um, all in all, like what, I mean, you said your biggest takeaway from therapy has been helping your kids, but yeah. what has kind of been like your biggest takeaway with going through everything that you've been through recently like and now you're kind of you're getting on the other side of it yeah like what's that outlook now um I think like personal growth has been the biggest thing Mm -hmm. um the other day my client told me that so a butterfly comes from a cocoon and if someone is going through a struggle they're in a cocoon and if you help that that butterfly out of the cocoon they can actually die because they need that struggle to spread their wings they need that struggle to get the coating off their they actually have like a coating on their wings when they're in the cocoon and if they don't go through that struggle it doesn't come off and they will die they will they they will actually die because their wings will not work properly and I relate to that so much because I had such a struggle and now I can like spread my wings mm-hmm. and I can look back and I could be like the struggle made me stronger. Yeah. So um, that's like my biggest thing that I've taken away from it. I'm yeah. so proud of all the work that I have done on me personally. I have new goals. I have like a new outlook on life. My job change was huge for me. Um everything that I've done for me in the past year I that's been my biggest takeaway is yeah. like just finding myself again mm-hmm. um when I feel like that even speaks volumes too just to even be able to say that you're proud of yourself and that's yeah. proud yeah. of what you've done yeah I, feel, I mean it's hard for people to mm-hmm. be proud of themselves especially oh, when yeah. they are struggling and to not realize that what they're going through is like there's the light at the end of the tunnel yeah, yeah. yeah. and so being able to kind of come out of that come to the end of yeah. that light and yeah to say like you know like it was a struggle but like Mm -hmm. everything that I did has brought me to where I am now and I'm Mm -hmm. proud of myself for it so Mm -hmm. even just like being at that point is like speaks huge volumes yeah and I really think that that I could not if you would have asked me that five months ago Mm -hmm. I would not have been able to answer that question um because I was still kind of coming out of the fog of Mm -hmm. it but now that I'm able to like look back and like see that little like struggle cocoon that I was in (laughs) like it really did like make me a better person um just my personal growth like I will hold on to that and Mm -hmm. that's mine that nobody can take away from me and I'm so proud of it yeah so 
that's amazing. So yeah. sweet. Yeah. And I'm still like working on myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I love, um, I love, like my therapist kind of gave me permission to work on myself. She, mm-hmm. you know, she was kind of able to get me to see that it's okay. Like, like the other day I was going, I was leaving her office and I was in a rush because like I was going to be late and she was like, you're a human. It's okay. Like, it's all right. And I, that kind of gave me permission to be like, okay, it's okay. Like, like, yes, 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 it is it's okay. Fine. Yeah. So just like personal growth yeah. and mm-hmm. giving myself a chance to breathe, that's been my, that's been the best thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, now that you're entering into a, a new yeah. and like better journey. Yeah. Are you, is there anything you're looking forward to? Yes. Like what's to yeah. come? What's to come? So, um, gosh, I feel like we got so deep in this podcast. I know. I love it. I, I love it. it though. Cause I feel like, I mean, we have like uh, some awesome episodes, um, but some of them kind of just like touch the surface on yeah. things. Yeah. Like just like basic things. Well, so I, also, I love when we can get deep. Yeah. I also feel like a lot of people or your clients, like maybe not clients, but like people on Instagram, they only know the surface level. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. perception of you. Yeah. You know, see and just so, like what they, yeah. almost like what they want to see. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's just, it's what you're portraying. Right. Your image, your brand that you're yeah. portraying. Right. This goes past that. Yeah. I always try. So when I look at my Instagram, I always think, what is, what am I portraying? Yeah. And it's so interesting. Like if you did not know me and you looked at my Instagram, like you would not think that I went through any of these. I just choose not to share those things on Instagram. I don't know. Which is totally fine. Yeah. But um, I was so excited to do this because people get to like hear more about me. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. So peel back the layers a little bit. Yes. Um, But goals that I have for myself. So I want to buy a house in two years. That's awesome. Um, So that's like a huge goal. And I'm all about like breaking it down into baby steps. So um, right now I'm working on saving. Um, I really am this year getting into like personal finance. Like Mm -hmm. I want to, um, and that was actually inspired by you, Mallory, because I I heard you talk about that. I think it was in your guys' New Year's episode. Yep. And um, I downloaded the mint yes yeah and so i use that and i um i've kind of gotten sloppy on it lately um (laughs) but i know it's like it's kind of one of those things but it reminds you it's like it's your weekly summary yes and sometimes like i'm like go girl and sometimes i'm like ooh girl Um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh it's good it helps me like and if if i'm not budgeting on it like Uh it's just a good reminder but so that's another goal that i have for myself um something else that i am looking forward to myself is um, for myself and for my, um, new relationship is just like navigating life with him and like Mm -hmm. finding out like what that's all about. And, um, you know, like building a relationship with his girls has been really fun and, um, just finding out their little personalities. So that's like a personal goal I have. Uh And then, um, another goal I have is just to finish therapy throughout the year I want to do one whole year of therapy going mm-hmm. once a week and, um, therapy could take years to get yeah. through. Yeah. Um, but for at least a year, I want to go once a week. Yeah. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. Goal. So this year's all about me and I, I just feel, that. yeah, mm-hmm. I feel really good. And like getting my, um, social life back. I, in like the fog of my depression, I have just totally like, yeah kind of shut everybody out so rebuilding those relationships and like owning it is something that I also have planned for myself Mm -hmm. so big plans I love it and all about you yeah yeah it's okay to be selfish sometimes absolutely in that that way yeah absolutely yeah 
I feel like it's good to be selfish because I mean, as, I'm sure, especially too, with having kids, like it's so easy to like put yourself on the back burner. Yeah. And like put your kids first, oh, put yeah. your clients first, put other people first. Yeah. And then like that's when, and I feel like that's when people really start to struggle with themselves mm-hmm. is because they're not taking care of themselves. They're not yeah. taking the time for mm-hmm. them, um, giving their body, their mental health, like whatever it is that mm-hmm. they need because mm-hmm. they're too busy taking care of other people this is literally why i didn't want kids for the longest time because i didn't want i didn't want to have to stop being selfish yeah Yeah. well and i feel like that was like kind of part of like my struggle was that i was feeling bad yeah i was feeling guilt for my kids yeah um so being able yeah i mean being a mom is real rough (laughs) real (laughs) rough it's hard out here for a mom it's hard out here for a mom (laughs) you know i always like after my son was born, I called my mom and I was like, I'm so sorry for everything I ever did to you <laughs> because it changes you as a yep. person. It really does. And if you don't want kids, don't have them. It's worth it. I love my children. But if you don't want kids, don't have them don't because it, yeah. it's a it's a different ball game. Yeah, it's a different ball game. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that you would like the people to know or that oh. you'd like to say? Well, if anybody wants to find me on Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. I am uh, hair by Lindsay Hart and it's H-A-R-T. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my handle. And I'm like an open book. If anybody ever has any like questions regarding like therapy, divorce, co-parenting, new relationships like anything like that I hair of course hair um (laughs) if anyone has anything like that like I encourage them to reach out reach out to somebody even if it's not me like reach out to anybody Mm -hmm. and um and then don't you have are you still doing the what is it like dirty laundry or your other oh Instagram? Gosh. Oh, I loved that. Is so, that what it was called? So I had an Instagram called um, "If the Laundry Could if Talk." If laundry yes. could talk, yeah, right. And I didn't post anything on it for the longest time because, and so it shut me out. Okay. But now that I like have a more of a handle like on my mental yeah state, I um think i want to get back into mm-hmm. it i used to have a blog called raising the smiths i and that, too. that was really fun i think so. you're a really good blogger honestly oh, i wish that i could be my neighbor it. who is my husband's um cousin's wife was like oh my gosh are you friends with Lindsay?" and i was like <laughs> yeah and she's like i've been reading her blog oh my and gosh like, why did you find it and she's That's like so i don't even cute. know but i love it and that so now is she so has a blog. oh my gosh uh, i think yeah. you've told me that before and that is just like that makes me want to go home and write yeah. one right now <laughs> yeah. um well i feel like i mean i love that you had that instagram that if long yeah. you could talk like yeah. i feel like especially now that you're coming up to yeah. the side of yeah. your struggles yeah. um, and have like th- this better outlook and perspective yeah. and are able to talk about it easily. I feel like you should use that platform because there's so many people out there that yeah. can relate, like whether it's local or not, and just having a platform to like to voice it. Like I think it's Jenna Kutcher that talks about like if you have one follower, you are an influencer. Yeah. Like just okay. it just takes mm-hmm. one person. Mm-hmm. Like if you can help one person, then you've mm-hmm. made an impact. And so I feel like you have so much that you can share and help other people get through, and that other people can relate mm-hmm. to. So you should use use your platform. Like use thank that. You. Use I power. that's such good motivation. Um, thank you. I 
do want to get back into it. Mm-hmm. The name, if Laundry Could Talk, came because there's four children uh-huh. in our house. And <laughs> if you have, like, even, like, half of a child, you know that there's literally not an empty laundry basket for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Um, so, I love that name. Yeah. So it came because I was, like, doing dirty laundry like doing dirty laundry and it was like gross socks and like mud and I was like this like totally tells a story of our lives like yeah this is like oh we went to the pumpkin patch and then we went here like so that's kind of where that name came from and the purpose of that blog was for me to share like my newly divorced life intermixing with my new relationship and intermixing our families and our kids Mm -hmm. um so maybe I'll get back into it because yeah, I, I had you really had a good, reason. Yeah. And I had really good intentions, but, um, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But I also think there's a reason why I didn't yeah. go for oh, it yeah. then. You had to focus um, on you. Yeah. And I think that I had more story to write before the story could be told. Yeah. So, yes. um, you should get back into yeah. it. We're rooting for you. Thank you. You guys are my cheerleaders. I get writer's block. Do you get writer's block? Yes. I get writer's block. I don't write. I get writer's block even just like writing a caption for a hair picture. Like, I know. And then I just name it something like buttercream frosting with a cherry on top or something. Like, you know. Yes. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being so like open Open. too and just like diving deep. And I hope I didn't get too deep for anybody. And if no. I did, then I'm sorry about it. I think it. it's perfect. I think it's it's relatable. Yeah. yeah it's very relatable. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Yeah. Yay. Let's get dinner. Yeah. 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 Let's get food. Yes. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to our podcast, you guys. We really hope that you got something out of it. Even if you didn't, thanks for listening. Anyways, we still love you. If you really loved it, screenshot this episode and share it to your Insta story, Facebook story, whatever story, and use the hashtag What's the Buzz Podcast. We will be releasing an episode every other week. So make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Bye. Bye.